Hello, everybody, and welcome to day two of the Baltimore Podcast Festival. We have four shows today here at the Windup Space, and kicking things off for day two are MTR's Robcasts, Rob Lee and Dan D. Hi. Uh, this episode is going to be sponsored by uh, bourbon. It's delicious. Uh, so, uh, we're live, Dan. First time, huh? I mean, this is pretty incredible. So, uh, we just want to thank everyone who's here. Uh, we definitely want to thank the Baltimore Podcast Fest for having us, and definitely thanking the wind-up space for, you know, putting on this event. Yeah. hosting this event, I guess. Yeah, that's, uh, with, without the wind-up space, we wouldn't have a home to do this. So uh, definitely appreciative and um, look forward to getting at it. So you wanna, I was going to say, you want to stick to the intro that we wrote or do you no, want to just go with it? Off the cuff? Off the cuff. Off the cuff. All right. That's how we do it, man. So how we usually do the show, we like to get right into news. We like to get right into, like, recent events. So there's a few things that we saw there and we'll kind of just rock a little news with y'all and see where it goes. So I want to start off with this story that I found from, uh, this was Unilad and it's about known rapper. Is, is he a rapper? Who? Are we talking about Diddy? Yeah, we're, unfortunately we're talking about Diddy, yes. I would still consider him a rapper. I mean, he doesn't rap per se, but you know, that's how he got his start. You got to start as a producer. I mean, adding a hi-hat to Infumi's like Juicy doesn't make you a rapper. Like, <laughs> you're just a guy that's there. It's, it's like me drawing like the little mustache over one of these paintings right here and claiming I'm an artist. Yeah, but you still kind of contributed something. Like, I mean, where would we be without those hi-hats today? Uh, back in the 90s. Uh, <laughs> and that's not where we want to be. So Speak for yourself. So... The, there's a lawsuit, um, and the lawsuit states that Cindy Ruta was Diddy, his, was Diddy's chef, uh, personal chef, and personal chef for years. And the, the lawsuit claims that uh, she is suing him for, like, lost wages, wrongful termination, defamation, and uh, sexual harassment, or harassment, harassment. I like it the way you said it the first time. I tried to be professional with it, man, you know. <laughs> I shaved for this, sir, allegedly. Uh, but it, with, with the harassment, it said that in this deposition that uh, she would routinely have to cook post-coitus meals. So you got Sean Combs up there having sex or whatever Sean Combs does. <laughs> and he says, look, I need some eggs, man. I need something. But he comes in there in different degrees of nudity. That's where the harassment comes in at. But I mean, well, mm, I don't know. I don't know. If I think if my boss was a multi-million dollar mogul, I wouldn't care if he kind of strutted into the kitchen wearing nothing. I, I don't think I'd care because he's paying the bills. Mm, that's, not a, that's not a good, like, job situation, though. Like, make it personal. Personalize it. Like, go to your job situation. Someone comes in there with their files or whatever they want you to do for the day, mm. and they come out there with different, you know, shades of, like, sex grease or whatever. 
And they're saying, Daniel, we need these files taken care of. (laughs) Side note, how many different types of sex grease do you think Diddy has? Because I at least think eight. Eight different types. I think eight's a fair number. Yeah? Yeah. I think think Diddy is, um, he's close to ten, but he's modest. (laughs) You'll rarely hear that about Sean Combs. So, he basically asked, you know, the... Uh, the chef, the personal chef, uh, Cindy Ruder, to make him some food or what have you. But he comes in there not wearing his tracksuit, not coming from a piano, saying, I need a girl or whatever. You know, Bad Boy for Life is playing, though, but he ascends, (laughs) nude, dick swinging, just like, yo, Cindy, like cheesecake or whatever the fuck. (laughs) And she's, you know, shocked and appalled. I don't know if it's because it's a you know near fifty year old gnarled dick, or <laughs> <laughs> damn right who, <laughs> or the fact that like it just is Diddy, it's him. Like you know he's just all ego. So I mean, I mean I want to be that big in whatever I do. It's it's not going to be rap and you know killing great rappers or whatever. It's going to be something where I'm, I, I just want to be able to say, hey, uh, you come here, make me these, this French toast while I'm, you know. So you, you just want to be big enough to have myself. a personal chef, right? That's yeah, what you're I, saying, really? I want to be big enough to have someone to put up with my bullshit. Mm. But with my, like, super specific and pretentious bullshit. Like, <laughs> just imagine, as. like, it's very specific, by the way. But just imagine, like, he had chefs, obviously. He had, um, like, housekeepers. All of these different things in there. Just imagine the level of bullshit they had to deal with. Well, you mean aside from him walking around naked? Well, that's number one. Yeah. But it's just a lot of different bullshit. Like, he's still stuck in the past because all he's doing to make his money now is selling, like, shit mid-level vodka. That man, say what you will about Ciroc. White people no. love vodka. They no. do. There's a reason why that man made all that money off of vodka. Do a poll. <laughs> really? Do a poll. <laughs> Who in here is drinking vodka right now? Mm, no. Okay, one. We have one. No. So, two. <laughs> two. But yeah, friggin' just. So, recently he was in Forbes as, and that's why I kind of used the question mark is he a rapper? Mm-hmm. He was listening in Forbes as like the top earner from like last year. Mm-hmm. He made eight hundred and twenty million with, with an M, capital M. How? The vodka, from what? Vodka and nostalgia. I mean, the nineties are coming around again, so people are buying No Way Out and all that stuff. So well, wait, that, one of his albums was No Way Out, right? That was his first album. It was the first album, and that's what makes him a sexual predator. I think in his <laughs> albums and like, if you go through the case, sir, which I did with mm-hmm. the toothpick. I went through very specific, looking for different things. In the G deposition, it claims that. (laughs) No, no, come on, come on, come on. The fact that you're in the legal (laughs) realm, I know you're going to give me shit for this. But he claims that, you know, he he, he ascended. And, you know, he said, look, I I just want to have you. I just want to satisfy you. I just want to be with you. And she, she just wasn't with it. Just wasn't with it. So there was no way out. So that's number one. Two. He mentioned, you know, when he went to Cindy, that can't nobody hold me down. Oh, no. I gots to keep on moving. This is a quote. This is in his legal, his lawyer, yeah. Buster Rhymes, mm-hmm. ensured what? victory. Was Buster Rhymes seriously his, his lawyer? He ain't rapping no more. Yeah, he does featured stuff. But is he? Yes. 
No one can beat Busta Rhymes, okay? I'm sorry. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Busta Bust. That's it. That's I, it. I disagree. Mm. I, I, He's going to come for you. Really? You know that. So, and then, like, I, I don't know. I just don't think what he was doing was acceptable. But it's just, like, the timing with it, like, from the fact that he's at, you know, number one in the Forbes as far mm -hmm. as, like, you know, rapidly rappers, got the 820. That's a huge number. Like, that's, like, baseball, like, you were a dope player for forever. And it's up from last year. Like, it was, like, 750 last year. So, it's, like, you know, Cindy kind of hanging around saying, all right, I'm going to get some of this, like, Diddy money. You know, he showed me his dick. I mean, it could be, you know. I mean, it could be. It's probably, you know. But what's the cause for seeing the dick, though? Like... It is, so wait, it, wait, okay, wait. You mean they get hazard pay for looking at his junk? Yes. What, what, what would be your rate? Like, let's say we put you here, right? Mm -hmm. You're making... I'm a, I'm a mogul. I've got no, millions. I'm the mogul, sir. <laughs> okay, so you're paying me to look at you naked. Specifically, yes. Uh, how, how do we sort through this? Like, what's the dollar amount? Well, what do you sue all, me for? <laughs> first of all, you've never paid me before for seeing you naked, so I don't know why, you know. I guess, Language. well, if it's you... <laughs> If it's you, I would at least, mm, 10? 10 million? No, no, 10,000. I could do 10,000. I'm not going for the whole pot, man. I'm not that greedy. 10,000 for the full amount? Civil sure. suits at the, at the regular level only go up to 30,000 if you go to the district court anyway, so. You're speaking very knowledgeably. Mm. You, you know it all, right? Ugh. So the, there, there's also the piece where she, this is in L.A. court or what have you, L.A. County, it claims that she was wrongfully terminated. She wasn't paid for overtime. Her hours were from like 9 a.m. to midnight. Mm -hmm. Those are fucking crazy hours. Like, how many meals does this dude need? Five. Nah. That's. <laughs> I mean, five. You, you can't eat the same bullshit pastrami sandwich five times. Not if it's really good pastrami. I could eat that shit all day. Black dudes don't like pastrami. Really? Yeah. And I, well, I, I like pastrami. I was going to say, I thought black dudes loved cured meats. We do. I, I want to perpetuate that stereotype. You want to get that out there. That's a positive stereotype, you know. You want to get that out there in the universe. Yes, I do. So apparently, the whole wrongful termination thing comes up where the other, like the actual uh, maid, like the one that's listening, cleaning his boxers, whatever the fuck. Um, her name is Isis. And seriously, unfortunately, I, that's unfortunate. But the claim is that she set something up. There was a watch. Likely gold, because they're rappers. That, that, that found its way in a trash can that somehow found its way in Cindy's pocket. And Isis and Diddy said she stole it, so he fired her ass. Well, I mean, it's two against one, man. You know, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how, I mean, that would hold up in court. But speak, speak on it. Uh, nah, I don't need to get into that stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm, no, no. So you, you know that just a lot of <laughs> bullshit went on there. And, you know, it's going to go away. He'll give her... What, a well, million? I mean, probably more than that to settle out of court. Probably more than that. Uh, it's just a dick, though. Uh, and you had, like, featured artists there. It's it a rich dick. That's what's the point. It know? doesn't stop there, right? It wasn't just his. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, she would routinely have to, like, make dinner or meals for other rappers and featured artists. So you got, like, Future coming out of, like, a bathroom and shit in the other wing of Diddy Estates <laughs> saying, like, yo, I need lean and a like, Pop-Tart or something. She got to chef that shit up. Hey, I need a T-bone steak, some scrambled eggs with cheese on it, and a juice box. God yeah. damn it. How did you whiten up a Biggie-verse? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, more to come with that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, but eh, I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be good. We'll see. He survived worse. 
Mm. He survived like the early 2000s with like, you know, he survived Craig Mack coming back, son. Craig Mack? I, I, honestly, I don't remember who Craig Mack is. Flavor in your ear? I, I don't. Son. We need, we need to talk about this after that. <laughs> but speaking of rappers, or rap, um, Harvard University had their first um, thesis paper that wasn't actually a paper. It was a rap album. Um, Obasi Shar was a senior, rising senior at, what, rising senior, is that what you use? But rising senior at Harvard University. Mm. And instead of term, turning in like a 30-page paper that you know he did like Adderall and cocaine to finish, he actually put together a rap album and he turned it in as his like final paper. Got an A minus on it, the equivalent of an A minus, I guess, that's what, five mics, maybe? Something like that. The source, the source rubric. Yeah, yeah. And turned it in. And apparently the album's about, um, like, being black. It's like ten tracks and, you know, firsthand That's experience. pretty awesome, though, that they accepted that as a, as a thesis paper. And, did, I mean, did you find out the grade that he got? A minus. Nice. Very nice. Do you that's... think Dat Piff picked it up? Nah. Really? Nah, I would have put that, that thing shit. on Dat Piff immediately. They're only about mumble rappers. They're about their humana humana. Wiz Khalifa's not a mumble rapper. Uh, he might be. He might not be really. Rapper. That man can go slower fast than he wants. Go, go, go on. Tell me more about Wiz Khalifa going slower no, fast. No, 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 no. I mean with his raps, not okay. like sex. No, I'm talking about like inhaling. Oh, man. I mean, but I'm, I'm, I'm referring to like little Uzi Vert and like little, anything that has a little in front of it. You know it's shit. Like if we're sitting here being that this dude with his conscious rap album and he's, like, not even going to be a rapper. He spent a whole semester working on 10 tracks, and now he's going to be a fucking engineer at, like, Google. Yeah, but that's awesome. Google pays really well. He's, like, one of those guys who gets on there and raps and says, but I'm not a rapper. It's one, he's one of those dudes. He's that good at what he's doing. I mean, hey, it worked for Jay-Z. Why not? Yeah, but you know, he didn't do that. So with these rappers who are out now, you, you still keep your ear to the street, right, Daniel? Mm, most of the time, most it's, of the time. It's a little dirty. You got, got your a ear little to the bit. street. Where would you grade, like, just by and parcel, the current crop of, like, rappers, the new hotness, what, what the kids are listening to? We're old people now. I mean, really, the only rap song I've heard in the last two months is, is Bad Boozy. Like, Again. Yeah. Bad, bad and, and Boozy. Is that his name now? He, I know he changed his name. I don't know what his name is. I'm sorry. He? he? You she? mean it's you a mean, she? You mean the Migos? The Migos. Yeah. Is his name Migos? It's a group. It's a group. Like black wow, guys in dress from Atlanta. Wow, I am not with the times. Bad bougie. <laughs> I don't know. That, I, feel like like I, said, a, I feel like that's a disorder. You know what song I'm talking about, though. So, but that, you know, you know the song, raindrops, drop top, something cooking in a crock pot. I don't know the lyrics. I'm just that, saying. That's you really close, by the way. <laughs> you know what the song is. But you notice you did the mumble rap thing in there, which goes <laughs> to my point. Is as good as that enjoyable as that track may be, it's probably like a C if we're grading it on the Harvard scale of rapification. <laughs> okay. So, well, okay, yeah, yeah. What would you? Well, what would you give them on the Harvard scale? Migos. C minus. Yes. All right. All they, right. They got a 76. Like, I'm not... That's still passing, though. Like no, it's C, passing. You know, keep your GPA up still. Like, I like that future song, Mask Off. Don't I think mean, I heard that. It's still a lot of that humana humana, like, you know, stuff that's going on. Just like the idea of Jerry Lee Lewis getting into rap. 
Or no, not Jerry Lee Lewis. What's his name? He's dead now, so it doesn't matter. The Honeymooners, that guy. Jesus. <laughs> what? He's dead, it doesn't matter. Fuck him. I can be morose. And his it's mother okay. was a whore. Like, what? <laughs> Dan Dobry, folks. No, no. So, what do, you, what do you have, sir? Oh, well, okay. I found this story about maybe a week ago. Uh, it was off of Crave.com. Uh, apparently, they, uh, a company in Japan is really, really close to making like the ultimate sex robot for men. That not only is like regular sex, but it gives like flawless oral sex as well. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What's regular sex? Regular sex. Like regular show. Like sort. What? what? what I, you said regular. Yes, like you know, vaginal sex, vanilla sex. So that type of thing. So is it like irregular sex, like incontinence or something? No, or? no, 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 no. Because I'm no. into that. It's this super sophisticated, like, it's, well, maybe not sophisticated, Water but sports. it's a sex robot. It can, it's supposed to be able to give blowjobs. And now, well, the first thing I thought was, why aren't there anything like this for women? Because the only thing I could think was all you see is these, these sex dolls for men. So I did a little research. And lo and behold, there is a company that is actually making a, uh, a sex robot for women. Was it first-hand um, research? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, I found this on socialconscious.com, which I s- still think is a very interesting name for their website, oh, considering some of the stuff they post. Where's the MSNs? Where's the Huffington Post? Nah. Nah, we're going indie with this. All right, you don't like that lefty shit. But they're calling this sex robot for women the ultimate pleasure experience and that it could potentially eliminate the need for men. So, (laughs) you know, pontificating on all this further, you know, we have sex robots for men. We now have the ultimate sex robot for women. I couldn't help but think this is how the world is going to end. Like, you know, not, not like we're all going to start having sex robots and then we're not going to make children anymore. It's more along the lines of, well, just, just follow me. Okay. We've all had a, a friend with benefits at one point in our life, right? Speak for yourself. Mm. What's the old adage with friends with benefits? Uh, don't get high off your own supply. That kind of sounds more like don't dip your pen in the company ink, which I still believe in. But okay. no, the old adage is someone always catches feelings. That's true. Always catches feelings. One, one person in the duo always catches feelings. So now, thinking about it, we're all users, you know, digital, PC, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're never going to look at these things like they are possible relationship uh, options. Yeah. You know, uh, well, of course, you know, you're, you're clinically depressed or have something else going wrong in your brain where you think uh, a Lars in the real girl scenario is the perfect <laughs> life option for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're only users, so we're never going to catch feelings for these devices that we use simply because they're orgasm machines. So inevitably, these the robots, name, by they the say these robots don't have intelligence, but they kind of have to if they, you want to get conolingus right. I'm sorry, you kind of have to. You need some sort, it's oh, AI, on, but on, minus on. a little bit of the hold on, hold on, I. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's rewind. Conolingus. Conolingus, like, I'm so white. So you're lying about eating pussy then. Is that what it is? Like you're conning that? <sighs> Sort well, just like yeah, it's like stealthing. It's but a good play tongue. on words. I'll give you that. It's a good play on words. So, so essentially, where you're going at it with that is it, we're we're headed it's, for it's Skynet. We're headed for Terminator End of Days because the robots are going to catch feelings, they're mm. going to get jaded, and then they're going to start killing us. So after you come, you die. <laughs> not someone immediately. Someone comes back no, through time. Not immediately. Like so, what's niggas in a leather jacket? R- the robot, like you know, like that. What was the, what was the Will Bale Smith movie, iRobot? It's going to be like, oh, we got intelligence now, and I think I love you. And you're like, you're a machine. Gross. 
mm-hmm. then they're going to get angry and leave, and they're going to lament for a couple of weeks and, you know, sit there looking at old pictures and maybe driving past your house, and then they're going to bust out the Terminator guns and just start slaying all of us. I like, that's, that's how it's going to happen. I think that's the plot from the first RoboCop, though. Is it? Yeah, no. Like, how many times did he drive by her house? He's like, Daisy, Daisy, I need you. That is a good reference point. Oh, my yeah. God, I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not awesome, but, you know, when you think about it. Just imagine, like, you just got, like, a robot coming after you and shit. You don't call it back. <laughs> it's just yelling ones and zeros at you and shit. We loudly. had plans for Friday. <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of shit. You can't text a person. Let's get into the segment, one of the segments we like to do called uh, New Challenger. We, yeah. Usually we have a sound effect for this from, like, Street Fighter, so theater of mind, that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... New, new, new challenge? No, whatever. What, what this is, yes, usually on, uh, when we do, <coughs> when we post our regular podcast on the website, it's, uh, we extrapolate on it a little bit longer where we give each other a couple different topics and then we choose which one is probably the least horrible out of the bunch. And then we just go from there and we go back and forth uh, with different opinions and such. So we're going to do a, like a kind of a quick version of this, kind of like a rundown with a few different stories, right? Trying to do a quickie with me? Yes, I'm always. With Let's do that shit. Okay, so you want to go first? You want me to go first? <sighs> you, we're you gonna, go We're going to go down the list, and if Rob can't pick one, we're just going to go off of you know, the audience groans. Yeah, so. there's All some right. doozies in here, I think. Okay, first up, men in rompers. <laughs> here, here's, the, here's the thing about rompers. Okay, so we're just going with this one right <laughs> off the gate. All right. Because I've seen like all of like, the 20... Like, it's a shitload of memes, and we live in this meme culture, and about 20% of it's funny. The rest is just, all right, cool. You got your three seconds of attention. But, like, I don't think, one, I went to the website. Mm-hmm. It's Romp Him. It's a Kickstarter, by the way. Mm. I, don't, like, I think that got lost in the fucking, like, translation, right? It, the, the Kickstarter was going to be funded for about 10, 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Guess how much it made so far. How much? 334 grand. That's dope. That is dope. Men need, need to be need comfortable. need to become a fucking meme, dude. Just, <laughs> just imagine, like, you know, can I, like, like, flip the table and it's like, yo, Rob is Robin. You know, fucking, that's the thing now? That wouldn't be too bad. I'd support that. I, I would not, never flip the table. I'm very respectful. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. It's, Rob, it, like, I enjoy a floral patterned shirt. Paisley. I don't, I don't need a onesie, though. <laughs> fucking Trick Daddy... He's putting money on people's heads, son. If he sees a dude in a, like, romper, they're getting shot. Don't, come, don't go to Miami wearing, like, a romper. And here's the thing. What's the shoes options? Mm, loafers. You can't, you can't wear J's with those. You could probably wear Chucks with them. Open-toe sandals only. That works. Mandals, that works. fam. Mandals. Or, ooh, what if they like put leather. footies? What if they put footies on the bottom and you wear them with sandals so it kind of has, like, that ninja effect? Right? Yeah. I'm with it. Right? See, my, my opinion is this. If men want to feel comfortable in whatever they wear, so be it. I'm still jealous of women for, you know, not being, or for women being able to wear pajama jeans, and I can't. So if you want to wear a romper, rock it. Live your truth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said it. That's right. You're starting to yuck my yum, sir. <laughs> I mean, rompers, I, I would imagine, are, like, super comfortable, so... I'm just saying, we might have to get in on this. I'm too tall. I'm, I'm sized out, son. We'll do romp cast. No. Yes. Come on. Dude, I checked it out. They, the sizes go from like extra small to so like the lads that are like 5'3". Mm-hmm. I'm not that. To like the lads who are like 6'2". That's the max. 
So you're gonna see like inner thigh fat spilling out of my romper <laughs> and like unshaved hair. No, I can't be sexy in a romper, son. Hey, I'm like, I'm either six foot or six foot one, so I'm golden. Yeah, you're I good. I am good. You're good. Rompers are for fuck boys. Ah, uh, we need to do away with that term, but never mind. You pick the next one. All right. Or you go through the list and I'll pick one. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Avril Lavigne. Um, what, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> when did Avril Lavigne become relevant again? Um, so I think we should just do with this one. Should we? Yeah, do let's, this one? let's do that. Let's one. do that, this that one, one. Got the attention. That let's triggered this you, one. sir. Yeah, it did. You yeah, were triggered. Did. What do you got? What do you got for Avril? I don't have anything for Avril. I was picking. Here's the thing about <laughs> Avril. There right now has been this hoax over the last couple of weeks that she died like 14 years ago, and someone's been playing like her since like a body double has been playing her on some Saddam Hussein shit wait di- didn't we already go through this with Kiss like I feel like this <laughs> happened in the 80s with Kiss where Peter Chris wasn't Peter Chris I, wasn't that some sort of thing that happened I don't know anybody anybody know that about. story the Peter Chris conspiracy no alright alright <laughs> just go on so there's flat. a death hoax and she had to come out and say no nah, I'm fine this ain't me you know it's, I'm Avril in Canadian or whatever the equivalent is mm. <laughs> and like who like that's like you said that's the only relevance she has she hasn't been around for forever you know so fair enough you have one last thing that you wanted to touch on right oh are you talking about the mm-hmm. okay okay so yeah um we have a little bit left and uh you know <laughs> i guess before we go the backwash the back what what <laughs> <laughs> what it's a little bit left just you know Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Soda behind I someone? see what you're saying. I don't get, get that last swig of that Sprite no, and you're no. banging your thirst. Okay. LeBron James is selling it to you on television. As, as, a, as a something special, since, you know, this is our first live show ever, we wanted to, we usually do different skits and stuff. Do it. And um, if you wanted to check us out, our website is mtrthenetwork.com. Good goddamn plug, man. I'm just ABC, man. Always segways. be closing, son. I, and I don't get that reference either. Watch a movie, Daniel. Dan Aykroyd, right? No. No? It's Alec Baldwin. It's Alec Baldwin? And he wasn't playing Trump. I told you I was going to get Trump in somehow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, fuck him. But what do you got? Okay. So, yeah, uh, like I said, something special for the Baltimore Podcast, or Baltimore Podcast Fest. Uh, so, without further ado, this is Morgan Freeman reciting a recipe for weed butter. <clears throat> I am Morgan Freeman. This, this recipe originated on Vice Media's subsidiary, Munchies. For this recipe, you will need two mason jars, cheesecloth, a, po- a pot of boiling water, half a stick of butter, and two grams of the finest Cali-grown kush. <laughs> Sorry. Bring the water to a boil. Then, cut the butter into equal pieces, placing it along with the weed in the mason jar. Sealing afterwards. Go on. I'm, try, I'm trying to get... I'm sorry, I practiced this so hard. I was talking like Morgan Freeman for like three days straight. But nevertheless, while the pot of water still boils, like Andy Dufresne's anger for the sisters, place the mason jar within the water, letting it simmer for two hours exactly. To the minute. After removing the, the mason jar from the water... Pour, or, mm, damn it, I messed that up. Place, <laughs> place a piece of cheesecloth over the other mason jar and pour the remains of the other mason jar into the mason jar. 
Oh, there we are. Oh. Afterwards, uh, discard the cheesecloth. Do not attempt to smoke the remains. <laughs> Let sit until it solidifies. Serve with a myriad of food. I am Morgan Freeman. Thank you, Dan. That was it. Yeah. I like that. Like Yay, that a lot, actually. Special stuff. Special stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just Morgan Freeman is like the strongest impersonation I have in my wheelhouse. So that's, yeah. So this is uh, the so moment. So you want to uh, do the sign-off? Yeah, this is, this is that time, folks. I think we, I think we finished soon. Good. Yeah, yeah. we're good. Uh, we just want to thank the Wind-Up Space one more time and Trip and everyone associated with the Baltimore Podcast Fest for having us. And uh, if you would like to catch our show, and we, we do have other shows on the network aside from our own, uh, the website is mtrthenetwork.com, and we post weekly. Yeah, we're on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you find okay podcasts. <laughs> Where do you find okay podcasts at? I'm trying to be modest here. No. Anywhere that people are talking will be there. <laughs> so if you like, my brother's back there. Wave at the fine people, Rudy. Grab yourself a T-shirt. Please don't punch him in the kidneys. He doesn't like that. Nah, he will slap the shit out of you. Uh, <laughs> so for Dandy, Ooh, oh. I'm Rob Lee. This was Robcast Walkins Out. Walkin's Out.